Dear Tyler, good morning. And how are you doing? I really, really do hope you're fine. I hope you're good. Um, I hope you're well. So, I have to apologize that I couldn't do this podcast as it was meant to be on. Um, that was yesterday. So, I was awake as early as four. I had some work to tidy up and then I was on a journey. I got in. Um, journey took quite a while. And then somehow my phone battery died. So I couldn't actually do the podcast. They brought the light. Um, or rather, they restored the light recently and I just. I was just exhausted. So I couldn't really get up on time to be able to do this. But anyway, this is like um, 3.27 and I also have a very, very long day. So I was like, ah, let me just use this opportunity now and do the podcast, right? So thank you guys for hanging on with me. Um, and yes, thank you so much for the feedback on the last podcast. I am okay. I'm getting better. I'm getting stronger. Um, it's a tough season, but yeah, God is faithful. God is helping us. Now, um, I really just felt it would be nice for me to, you know, just to extract something from what I said the last episode. And um, I just felt like it's really, really important um, to... You know, just state it. Or for us to rather discuss about it. Uh, so thus the title of this podcast, you know. Just give up, you won't win. And I think... Um, I've, I've been... I've been realizing it recently. How... Before God, right? We're really just helpless. It's like outside of Him, we're helpless. So I got this concept from the story of Jacob, right? And so, you know, Jacob had always been known as a supplanter. He always used to cheat his way through or deceive his way through certain situations and favors. And so, you know, he deceived his brother Esau from the birthright, scammed his father, scammed his um, in-law, uncle, um, that's Laban, right? Scammed him using the reeds, right? The spotted reeds and making the strong um, herd to meet in front of the spotted reed or something. Um, And so somehow when the when the when their offspring came out, their offspring was spotted. So he always had the stronger ones. Now, after some time, now when he had you know served his time for the daughters of Laban, he decided you know to go back uh, and meet his brother Esau. And you know, out of fear and everything, he told the caravan, separated it into three and told him to go ahead of him while he waits. Now, something happened to him when 
he left his father's house initially. Uh, he stumbled over a place and slept, and then he had an encounter with angels descending and ascending. So, um, when he woke up, he was like, God was in this place and I knew not. So on his way back at that same place, he decided to have one more opportunity to encounter God, and that's where he had that wrestle with the angel. And he wrestled all night, and when it was morning, the angel was like, um, that he has to go and everything. And Jacob was like, I won't let you go until you bless me. Uh, um, the angel dislocated something, his hip and everything. Um, but eventually blessed him. Now, <laughs> it's easy to, okay, usually rather, um, it's, if you, if you, if you, if you take um, into account this whole story, like, ah, so Jacob won because his name was changed to Israel, um, Prince of God, right? That um, you fought with God and you prevailed. Now, <clears throat> something happened to Jacob, though, because when the hip was dislocated, he had to lean on something for the rest of his life, and that was a staff. If you read in Hebrews 11, you will see, and by faith, Jacob prophesied over his children while leaning on his staff. Now, I spoke about our obsession for control, or rather my obsession for control, and how there's a possibility that it seeps into all of us as individuals, right? Where when we're not in charge, when we're not the one charting the course of our life, or being the um, in charge of determining our outcomes, it, it, it gets extremely, extremely scary. It makes us all fidgety. It makes us all, you know, um, anxious. I think that's what anxiety comes in. It's nice to know... Um, it's nice to know that you're in control. So it happens to me a lot. It happens to me a lot. So the car at home. If I'm driving, like, I'm absolutely okay. But then if somebody else is driving the car that is not me or my brother, there's this anxiety that I just have. I'm like... Okay, in fact, there are times when my brother is driving. I just look at him and I'm like, okay, what's he going to do at this point? Um, is he doing things properly? And I see it also in his eyes when I'm the one driving. It's like, okay, Binga is, um, the way Binga is driving, is he, you know, there's just this, like, okay, I would prefer to be the one holding the steering and everything because, um, I know myself in code, right? So, and I know what I'm capable of doing. Um, I know how I calculate things. Do you understand? So it just gives us that sense of um, that sense of security, um, especially if you're a driver and maybe you're traveling in a public transport or traveling somewhere else. There's just like you'd be like, if it was me, I would have done this. I'd have done this. I'd have done this. And, you know, it just makes us um, very, very um, 
you know, anxious. Yes, I think that's just the word. There was this very big English word I was looking for. I can't find it. Um, and when it comes to our destiny, sadly, we reflect that too. Oh, I want to be established on my own terms. I want to be financially free on my own terms. I want to do things on my own terms. And we literally get into a hassle with God. It's like we're fighting God consistently. And we're telling God, like, you know, you could even make it into a prayer. My Lord and Heavenly Father, you will not get the best of me or something like that. Um, I think recently, because of this whole saga or the whole thing that has been happening around me, um, in fact, it came very strong on Wednesday when I was doing the podcast, right? It came very strong on Wednesday when I was doing the podcast. I said, I was talking to God about a lot of things. And he told me, he said, I think I'll just stop. If you try to fight against me, you won't win. You won't win. It's like somebody drowning. I remember when I was learning how to swim back then, my swim instructor um, was telling us, her students, like, you know, don't, don't struggle in the water. The water will always win. The water will always win. Don't struggle with the water. The water will always win. And so what you need to do is to be calm and allow the water do its work. Naturally, as a human, you would float. If you stay in the right position, you would float. Right? What makes you sink is the struggle. So you're fighting what should be your advantage. You are not going to win. It's like, you know, the the whole concept of the ego, right? So the eagle in itself, very powerful bird. But as other birds flap their wings and try to fly against the, um, I think, I think they still call it the current of the wind, Right? What the eagle does is that it just glides on it. It maneuvers using it. doesn't struggle, doesn't fight it. Because the wind will always win. Imagine winds moving as fast as 100 kilometers per hour, 70 kilometers per hour. That's the force. So imagine you in a car um, moving at 70, 80 kilometers per hour. Now that's the wind that is pushing against you. There's no point. You won't win. And God told me something. He said, Binga, no matter how much you fight me, you are not going to win. You are not going to win. That thing that you have called stability, I am going to cripple it. You won't win me. Your prevailing is in your submission. Your prevailing is in your submission. I say it again, your prevailing is in your submission. Tap out. When it comes to me, I just tap out. 
and that's the same message I have for you for us today Tyler when it comes to God tap out just surrender because you guys are going to struggle all night and you still won't win I think for me this period I you know God has he has taught something in me like he dislocated something something that I considered a major trust in my life something that was yeah even if all things are not working at least this is working hell Baba has crippled it crippled it to the core and you know I still see myself trying to you know fight it and you know work through it you know figure out ways around it and God is just looking and said when you're done you come back to me and so that's how I got the that's that's how the message of this story dropped to me God had promised Jacob through prophecy that he was going to rule over his elder brother Jacob tried to use his hand to make it come to pass instead of allowing the Lord fashion it in his own way literally by deceiving and uh, think about stories like Joseph um, I don't know if that narrative is absolutely true but you know they're like he went ahead of himself you know trying to make himself important before his brothers and that's what took him to Egypt and all well um, anyway that's a discussion for another day but um God still had to work it in his own way. In his own way. God anointed David as king, right? But David had to wait 38 years, if I'm not mistaken. Or let me not give a wrong number, but he had to wait a certain number of years before he came to fruition. He had Saul in his grasp and he could have made his ascension to the throne very, very easy and swift. In fact, the people knew, right? Um, Jonathan had already known that the Lord had chosen him to replace his father and everything. So it's like, ah, let me just do this quickly now and get it over with. But then he would have become king on the premise of murder and that would have even hindered him from being king. See, Tyler, stress is when we do the things of destiny without the grace of God. When we refuse to allow him chart the course to be the captain on this voyage that's when we really enter into rubbish there there, there are times where I sit down and I'm you know um, I'll be honest that I do have regrets like why didn't I do this why didn't I do this because there were clear instructions from the Lord and 
had it been I had followed those instructions of the Lord, I wouldn't be in the situation where I am right at this moment. And I'm like, why? I sit down and I reminisce over it. I'm like, oh Lord, how did I get myself into all of this? Right? Why didn't I just listen? Why didn't I just listen? Submission is a big deal. Submission is an expression of lordship. That um, I have a will, but I submit it to yours. I put it under for yours to be, to for yours to take preeminence. You know, for yours to be the priority. That I am more. Um, my my drive is more to please you than to please me. It usually happens in, you know, um, combat sports, boxing, um, taekwondo, um, karate, uh, wrestling, you know, judo. The It happens where when you have been inflicted so much pain by opponent that you can actually tap out. And tapping out is like, I have gauged you. I have gauged me. If you continue this thing, you'll probably kill me. I don't have energy left in me to fight you anymore. It's okay for you to be the winner. It's okay. It's very nice, right, to um, to take responsibility for certain things in our lives. So it's like, um, oh, I'm the one that did this. Oh, I'm the one that did this. Oh, I'm the one that did. I remember how I spent my nights doing certain things. Oh, you know, it was because of me. It was because of me or something like that. Um, it's nice, trust me. It's very, very nice. That feeling is very nice. When it comes to your destiny, especially as a believer, when you've given your heart to the Lord, stop trying to be in control. Stop it. You will weary yourself, Tyler. You will burden yourself beyond anything you can think of. Just stop it. Ah, no. On Wednesday, I looked at God like this. I said, God, I give up. Thursday, that was... um. Okay, Wednesday night, I just put my, I said, God, I give up. I give up, you're the winner, just help me. I give up, you're the winner, just help me. And I told him, I said, Lord, please help me to obey you because the way you ask us to do some certain things, honestly, sometimes I feel, Lord, you're very insensitive. Like, you forget that we're humans. And that's how I feel sometimes, you get, but... You know, scripture says that we do not have a high priest who is not touched by the feeling of our infirmity, right? But in every way, he has been tempted just like us. And, you know, that's a consoling factor. But I tell God, I'm like, God, please and please help me to obey you. Because I know that the instructions you're going to give will be heart-wrenching and heartbreaking. They would demand so much from me, but I know it's the best. I can fight you and still get back to that point to obey you 
all this traveling up and down moving around around over certain mountains over i mean going around certain mountains doing certain things it's not going to be beneficial because you still come back to the point where you are going to have to obey what you originally ignored disobedience only delays your eventual obedience disobedience only delays your eventual obedience especially when it comes to god so what are what are those things that you have held so tightly that giving it to god seems like a major risk tyler i want you to give up because you're not going to win it those things that you're contending over with god Tyler, give up. I announce to you this morning, you will not win. You will not succeed. You will still come back and have to hand it over to him. I know it's hard and I'm speaking to myself. But come on, Tyler, what else? What other option do we have? We have we have tried our way and we've seen what our way has brought us right let's give up when it comes to god it's okay to give up if we're giving it up for him it's okay it's really really okay to give up if you're giving up for him if you're giving up for him yes so that's the context of this whole give up thing is that you've decided to submit your will submit control to the lord and that you allow him to dictate the happenings in your life right so um i have a very very long day extremely extremely long day can't imagine um so i just need to take out time to prepare a little bit um for the meetings that I have and then also work um on some other things um but yeah um I should be traveling back if a Saturday Sunday depends as tomorrow or next but let's see how it goes but anyway um thank you for hanging on with me I really do hope that this episode blessed you um please don't forget to share with um other people let people know about their tyler if you want to be part of the community where we get to discuss certain things um and also uh if you want to first hand you know get information about their tyler our growth and how we intend to expand you know you could just let me know um we've got an instagram page right at d_tyler.com hell sorry adia underscore tyler <laughs> right so instagram so check out dear tyler there and um you could just message me also on facebook check out for dear tyler you could message me there if you have my personal contact you could message me and i'll add you over to the community um if you want to talk about anything you want us to just you know share um stuff you know or maybe have questions that you need answers to Why not you know you could always reach out to me and 
in the best possible time I would respond, right? So yeah, this is me signing out, Tyler. Remember that I love you, I believe in you, and I am always, always rooting for you. Bye.